So thank you, Paul, for being here. I really appreciate your um, you know, saying yes to be a guest. You know, Paul is a new, new friend. He is uh, a leader of a men's group here in LA. And uh, we hit it off right away. I, I'm very much, um, I feel that we're very much a kindred spirit up to the same thing. So um, one of the questions I start off right away is to ask men, what are some of the pivotal moments in their life that made them who they are and also who they are as a man? So maybe perhaps that's a good place to start. Thank you, CK, for your open-hearted overture to me. It means a lot in our times. The moment I realized that I saw a little more, felt a little more, heard a little more, sensed a little more, I used it to inquire as to who I am, why I'm here, where I fit in, and which way I want to go. And I immediately became attracted to those men, heroes, explorers, adventurers, that I saw were on a path versus men who I saw uh, living the default life or the automatic life or the do-what-they're-told life. So this was a, an inspirational point for me where I realized I was different, um, not super special or uh, super boy, but I had a different interface with life. Even as I played sports, even as I went through school, even as I uh, did normal things. And I always keenly watched those boys at, and young men and men that really uh, were powerful hunters, explorers, and who were willing to go in the outdoor, go in where you're not supposed to go, say the unsaid, do the thing that you're not supposed to do. And I made an agreement, that's the life for me. Mm. Um, it was a big deal, and it meant kind of living a double life. And I soon found um, a place to normalize it by calling myself an artist. And I was, I drew. I went to art shows, and I had that skill and talent mm. and uh, uh, nature. Mm. And so I could just be, oh, I'm just an artist, mm. when I would see and feel, particularly in the feeling department. F feelings and emotional states were very, very real, very available to me, and I could tell who was feeling what, and what was going on in any room. So the next pivotal 
time was. Well, do you mind if I go in sure. a deeper? I'm with you. So you said that calling yourself an artist was a convenient way, right? Tighter, you kind of package yourself to the outside world. Correct. Um, also, you talked about uh, your ability to sense the room. Fascinating to me, right? So for someone who's listening to this right now, and they want to explore that, you know, to be, to live a non-ordinary life, right, and an unconventional life. Right. Would you recommend that they do the same? It's a great question, CK, because I'll tell you the news. The ordinary life has 40 points of references. Our consciousness, our waking mind, everyday life has about 40 points of references. Um, the rent, the car, the wheels, the, the, um, the job, the dresses, the dress, the clothes, all of those things that turn the wheels and animate our lives, all right? Our unconscious has 30, excuse me, 300,000. So our unconscious life is, is um, a freeway, a wide, wide uh, lane. I'm looking for the broad broadband. It's extraordinary, extraordinary. And actually, it actually informs our life far more than the 40 points. When we drive on the freeway in Los Angeles and we're daydreaming about that trip in Costa Rica and that beach and that girl, what's keeping us on the freeway? Our unconsciouses, our subconsciouses. Right. right. The automaticity. Correct. When we're feeling um, connected to some friends and thinking about the other side of the world and the people in Florida right now who have just lost their homes, it's that. 300,000. So um, to answer your question, we have a choice as, as humans and as men particularly. Do we want to be hunters? Do we want to be explorers and seekers? Do we want to live a life of inquiry and perhaps deep inquiry? And if the answer is yes, then we can go beyond the 40 and we can step into 300,000 and we can have so much more available to us. As I sit here with you and speak to you, you maybe can see what I'm doing and where I'm looking and who and what I'm really speaking to. I'm not talking to C.K. Lynn. That's just an address. So we can have a much wider experience, a much more remarkable life if we choose it and we access um, that our deeper self. Yeah, I, what I gather is, is richness, it's depth, it's, um, and it's hard to describe, right? How do you describe depth? Right. <laughs> because I actually just came back from China, right. and what's interesting, yeah. a little self-referencing uh, point Good. is uh, most people there, they speak about what's happening now, those 40 reference points that you're speaking of. That's right. Like the projects, the KPIs, right. and all these things. It, all important, don't get me wrong. That's right. But, um, but what I really want to know, I was longing for 
why do they care so deeply about that? Why do they uh, want to dedicate their life, years of their life, and sacrificing that's right. you know, time with their children or their right. wife or whatever that's to right. do this thing? That's right. And they couldn't really articulate other than money. Like to right. them was really, really important for right. that. But right. money is a means, right. not the end goal. Right. Because you're not going to walk away with money nope. when you die. No, <laughs> anyway. No, no. no, sir. Right. So, so, so for someone who's listening to this, let's say they want that. They want that depth. They want that richness. They want that aliveness. You talk about changing your, your title to an artist. You're talking about developing ability to really sense the room, to go deeper, right? And broaden your sensibility, per se. Would you say that's a good place to start? Or kind of knowing what you do now, what would you say to someone who longs for that? Uh, well put about the 40. And I just want to say that the 40, the 40 points of consciousness, the, the levels of reality um, are of the utmost importance. They are survival. Everyone speaks about these days in developed cities of the uh, expanded life, the ecstatic life, the, the deeper life, the higher purpose life, the greater purpose life, which is very important. That gives us meaning. That uh, allows everyone to contribute and create a legacy on a larger level. But if our beds aren't made, if we don't have a room, if we don't have a home, if we don't have a platform, and that's what the people in China are telling you, that, that our 40 points make our life and money animates it, okay? Well, that's of the utmost importance because it's reality and it's survival and it's been the world paradigm, okay? So we're talking about a second paradigm here and in this paradigm, energy animates it, all mm. right? And we can always convert money to energy too. It's the greatest exchange in the world right now. All over the world, money's being exchanged, has been, is, will be. So is energy. Okay, and energy is the animating force for this deeper life. So where is energy? What is energy? Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everything, right? Mm -hmm. Ask any scientist. Ask any quantum scientist. Ask any molecule. Talk to any atom. It's all energy. Great. So how do we step in? Um, making a choice that there's a second... Uh, reality right here simultaneously now once we choose that okay how do we see it get it experience it go deeper be deeper in it do we have to take stuff or change our blood no we have to look at a tree what do we see a tree green bark skin roots dirt tree well, that's the outside story. That's the 40 points. What's inside the tree? DMT, chlorophyll, phytoplasms, a thousand bacteria, uh, carbon dioxide, photosynthesis, and a remarkable, a remarkable exchange of energy. Wow. Then that's happening all around us in every tree and every plant and living organism. Wow. Bigger picture, right? Deeper life right there. 
okay? Let's go down the beach and swim. So we're in the water and we're wet. That should do it, right? No, we're in the greatest life force on this planet, right? The ocean. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's uh, seeing both sides of the story or the coin or the world and beginning to take steps into it so that we may soon or someday realize we are just like the ocean and the tree. We have this outer story of these clothes and this address, Paul and CK, but um, you know we are energy packages right here, disseminating energy to all of your listeners and giving them a doorway into a territory that they themselves can navigate. And um, I'll meet them there. We will meet them there. Does this make sense? So what I hear, I mean, do my own translation to what you just said, right? Is really develop that awareness, right? So now that I have, let's say, if I just focus on the 40 points, I have maybe a few colors. And, but develop that awareness, I can now discern the different, the nuance of the colors. Right. The different shades. And right. And I'll give it a name. Right. And then, then I will develop this richness of I don't even know how to say it. It's but just the sensibility, the ability to interpret right the the thing that's beyond what's obvious. Right. Right. The nuance. Right. The nuance. So CK's wearing a gray shirt. Right. Right. No. CK is wearing a field of textured patterns of infinite static, and I see the Milky Way and I see stars that compose the threads that make your shirt. So what? Well, that tells me something about your choices and who you are and how you feel about things. Mm. And we can do that and extrapolate that with everything. So when we're in meetings, when we meet people, what are they really saying? What do they really mean? What do they really want? What's the real agenda? To what end is everything going with this encounter with this person or in this meeting or in this company or in this work we do or in this life we live? in this city and community and world. So yeah, what I hear also is not just awareness for oneself, one's own feelings. You can broaden that awareness to beyond to you and another person, to right. you to another group of people, to you to your company, to you to the community, to you to the world. Right. 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 So a lot of people when they talk about, oh, I want to change the world. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's uh, young children's dream right and then mm -hmm. I would still say that's what most people want to do yeah the desire to really make that impact right and one of the things that Confucius said and I referring to back in the, uh, all, all the time is self-mastery family country and the world it's fractal if you want to change the world where do you start you start with oneself is that effectively what you're saying mm. I don't want to put words in your mouth thank you thank you 100% Confucius just said Make your bed first, didn't he? Take care of your platform yourself. Make sure your cup is full so then you can give to the world and give to others. All right? So breaking it down, he's saying there's more than 40 points in this reality. Um, you can 
stay home and live in the 40 and catch a fish every day. And that's the message you got in across the world. And that fish is really important. It keeps us alive. And it's true, it does. Or cast a greater net, which is a net of consciousness. Catch a hundred fish every day. Begin to feed the village. Begin to employ others to cast more nets and then begin to feed the world. And those nets are all consciousness. Beautiful. Now certainly I can continue to go in different rounds, but I wanted to come back to your pivotal moment. All right. Good, good. Uh, do you want to go into your second pivotal moment? Right. Yes, 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 yes. So like all men, a great time is going out into the world. Going out into the world. It's an initiation and most men are no longer initiated to go out into the world. And in times past, they would be initiated by men, particularly their fathers and uncles and elders and grandfathers. They would uh, engage in a little act with their mothers where their mothers would try to protect them as the men stole into the night to take their boy out into the woods and initiate them. And that's what we do in our men's weekends. That's what we do in our men's circles. That's what we're going to do in our upcoming Remarkable Day. Everything we do is in an act of initiation so that men can be the best hunters. Men can be the best providers and leaders. Men can throw out that net, catch those fish, and, and be the full, fully realized men that they can be. So, my initiation was um, I rejected the formal offerings of the, the religion of my family and I wanted to go out into the world. And I wanted to go out sooner than perhaps I was prepared. And I wanted to go farther than perhaps I was prepared. And um, I went to uh, a big city and I began to build my platform. Like all good campers, that's the first thing we do. We build our tents and our platform and our readiness. Then we go out and hunt. Then we go out and provide. So I began to build my platform and I realized I was uh, ill-equipped and um, a young whippersnapper, thirsty for life. But So I sought out mentors. So I immediately went to men for coaching and mentoring. How do I do this? How do I do this? Where do I go? And, and I immediately began my initiation through the guidance of other men who had done it before, who knew the way. So I, I want to yeah. ask a follow-up question yeah. there. Most, I, I remember when I was, I was in my 20s, I didn't, I thought I, I knew it all. So I didn't actually look for mentors per se, because I knew it all already. So I got uh, basically slapped around a little bit by life, right? And to me, that's part of the learning process. Yes. 
So, but you were smart, smarter than I was, where you immediately knew that, hey, I don't know everything, and you went out and looked for teachers right away? Correct, because, because like I said, my first pivotal time, when I realized um, I saw a little bit more, I knew a little bit more, I felt a little bit more, I watched the young men and men who had uh, a direction and had a sense of themselves and a sense of being and a sense of path. And I, I made an agreement with myself. That's the life for me. Mm. I don't want to sit home and watch TV all my life. Mm. That's the life for me. So I went out. Mm. But um, I was ill-equipped. And life slapped me around too. Mm. So I reached out for teachers and mentors. And, and I began to learn ways and paths for achieving what I wanted with the help of other men. So there wasn't a moment where you like fell flat on your face and you experienced tremendous pain, then you said to yourself, let me go look for mentors. You knew right away that you want to go find mentors immediately. I experienced pain for certain. I fell for certain. I didn't get stuck because I made a to be or not to be choice um, which is not an easy choice and it's a survival matter are we going to stay in a pit of despair or a dark hole or are we going to go forth and I decided I'm going to go forth no matter what. I'm going to go forth. And it's said in many ways. Mm. I will keep walking no matter what. Mm. I will survive no matter what. I will be. I will go forth. And I declared that for myself. Mm. And so despite the pain, which I experienced a lot of, mm. I found, yeah, I found teachers and mentors to move me more toward, to keep me moving because I knew, knew in movement there would be progress. Mm. And um, I am a builder, and I love progress. Mm. Even though I can sit in silence, and I can sit still, and I'll spend a whole day with you in a field watching birds and say nothing, mm. I love to build. Mm. So, does that answer? Yeah, it does. I would say that, uh, would you say that that the desire to build is in our nature as uh, human beings? It's in our nature as men. As men, as men. Men are builders. I see. Yes. Men build frames, build contexts, build opportunities, build the, the circle of the field. Women build, they adorn it. What's that? They um, civilize it. You see, men would not have created civilization. It's not our nature. We do create uh, strategic alliances. Mm -hmm. Like if I found you out in the uh, woods a, a million years ago and you knew where food was and I knew how to make fire, we'd get along, wouldn't we? 
So we create those kinds of alliances. Complementary skills. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, if you had a cave, cool, and let me be a part of it. Now we have a cave, okay? And um, then we would look for other members to increase our tribe, and we build that way, and we build more resources through hunting to create more caves and more tribe. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Um, so I'm actually curious, yes. right? Because yes. in our modern times, some people may say, mm. right, that's a little bit rigid in terms of the paradigm. Um, do you do you mean that as a generalized way? Do you mean that as a just for the sake of simplicity, or do you mean that as a I mean it in a generalized way. Generalized. I, I don't mean that uh, men must only hunt or only... <laughs> that's not what I got. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. Not what I got. But in general, we, um, we do hunt and we do build and we express ourselves outward in a very utilitarian manner. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are made to do all that we've done. Mm-hmm. I believe we've overdone it. I believe our density will ultimately be our undoing. Mm-hmm. It already is. Yeah. We've spoke about zero mobility in Los Angeles in, uh, well, different mobility in probably three years. Or, yeah, right, right. Completely different. Yeah. It needs to change. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So what I hear is more affinity towards something. Not deterministic, but more just affinity towards... Correct. I see. Correct. Yeah, I am not saying it was this way, it should be this way. Right, right. Or it will be this way. I am not saying that. I just just want to get context. Good. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. So in terms of teachers, how did you select your teachers? Because that's an important question, right? Because one, let's say, what did you call it? A whippersnapper? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 20-something, right? Yes. Desire to learn. The intention is there. I'm eager. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So many teachers out there, especially on social media. Correct. So many different points of view. Correct. And knowing what you know now. Yes. How would you recommend them, hey, when you select your teachers, when you select your mentors? Yes. Here is X, Y, Z. It's very important. You think about it. It's very important. Um, there's something that happens in the 30,000 unconsciousness field that we all do that no one talks about. Certain people know about this, and we all do it. You've done it to me. You're doing it right now. I did it to you. I'm doing it to you. And it sounds like this. Does he like me? Will he like me? Will he make me more? Excuse me. Does he like me? Is he like me? Will he make me more? All human beings do this in their unconscious. They do it about cars. Is it like me? Will it like me? Will it make me more? Does it like me? Is it like me? Will it make me more? We do this about products. We do this about groups. We do this about companies. This is our unconscious selection method that we all do. It's how we say, he's for me, he's not. She's for me, she's not. They're for me, they're not. Okay, so are they? Do they like us? Are they like us? Will they make us more? So I propose your listeners 
use that as a guide. They bring it into the verbal, into the awareness. Mm. So upon a teacher or a coach, especially in social media, myself, all the men who coach with me, all the young men do this at first. They look at me, they look at my pants, shoes, hands, they look at this and they're all feeling, is he like me? Does he like me? Will he make me more? Now, not more money, but will he make me more? Will they make us more? As in grow. Growth. As in my life, will they make my life more? Mm-hmm. And is he, do they like me? Is he safe? Will, you know, is he like me? Is he my tribe? Will they make me more? We all do this. We all do this. So by bringing that into the verbal, it's easy to select. No, he won't. Yes, he will. Right? Okay. Does this help? It does. Um, I want to get a little bit more, okay. a little bit more tactical. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to articulate this. So some people, let's say, Gary Vaynerchuk is an example. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, is. I do. He's very Gary. provocative. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not. In the beginning, he's more provocative than he needs to be. Correct. Right. Right. As a way, that's part of his public persona. Correct. But because he's provocative, he gathers people's attention. Correct. And he'll hook him some way by money or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he will listen, he will then deliver the goods, Mm -hmm. right? To be Mm -hmm. authentic Mm -hmm. and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, what's your advice in discerning the charlatans and the real deal? Uh, CK, I I love this question. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So I have uh, done my 10,000 hours, Malcolm Gladwell, Mm -hmm. on discerning who's who and what's what. Mm -hmm. And I have listened to probably every coach and every talker and every rabbi and every wise man and every teacher online and I never listen to what they're talking about because what they're talking about is not what they're talking about which is what you're saying so when I watch Vaynerchuk I just I crack and go oh really oh that is so there so to answer your question have your listeners listen to what they're saying in between the lines Listen to what they're really doing. Tony Robbins. Hey, who's in favor of that? All those in favor of that say I, I. So Tony's the first one to say I. He pulls you in. No one has said I. He makes them say I. So great for Tony. I love Tony, but I know what he's doing. He knows what I'm doing right now, and I am doing something. I'm doing something subtextually. I've done it in what I've been talking to you about, okay? So your listeners need to... What are you doing, by the way? I don't know exactly what you're referring to. I'm enrolling you into trust. Mm. I'm enrolling you into my vision. Mm. And I'm enrolling you into my truth. Mm. And I'm not telling you, and I'm not forcing you or pulling you. Mm. I'm giving you choice because that's my style. Mm-hmm. So I want your listeners to think to themselves, 
what are they really, what's he really saying? What's he really doing? What's he really telling me? Okay? Does that help? Is that clear? It, it definitely helps. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Helps. Cool. You're doing something. What am I doing? It's remarkable. What do you think I'm doing? Uh, not, I don't think I know. <laughs> and knowing is far more powerful than thinking. <laughs> I, I love to hear. Yeah, you are keeping eye contact mm -hmm. from the get-go. Your eye contact has been 100%. Okay? So there's some story in that that I'm processing and it's unlike most interactive experiences mm -hmm. okay thank you you're welcome yeah, my intention there is to connect really mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so, right um, that actually brings me to an interesting point and this is I'm personally curious about right <clears throat> there's an authentic way of being where you don't need to say anything your presence is merely enough it's more than enough the presence of the Dalai Lama is an example. I had the privilege right. of meeting him in a very close proximity. It actually didn't really matter what he was saying. But his presence after a little while just made me like tear up, like bawling basically. Because I was so moved by his presence. I could have said the same thing myself. It wouldn't have the same effect to other people. Right. Because right. it doesn't matter. It's right. the it's the messenger. Right. It's the way of being. Right. So that's presence. Then there's let's say Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, right? Different way of engagement. Right. One may say, Well, these guys they reach millions of people, therefore more impact versus someone who comes from presence. Maybe deeper impact, but fewer people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you, How you choose right. your tools right. as a way to make that remarkable life that you wanted to make? That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. I'm curious to know your thoughts. Great. Right. I have my own answer, but I, I love Great. to hear your thoughts about. Great. Great. Which way is better, or you know? It's not a better thing. Okay. CK, it's exactly what you said. It, it is what draws us into someone. It is that feeling of, he is like me. He likes me. He will make me more. Mm. So you felt the Dalai Lama's 30,000 field of unconsciousness, didn't you? Is. Subconscious, rich, wide. I don't know how many thousand, but I definitely felt it. You felt it, yeah. correct. Correct. He filled the entire stadium. Correct. And when we hear Thich Nhat Hanh speak, how do you feel? Um, actually, I don't know his work very well. Okay. Okay. He speaks. He's a, a teacher and a Buddhist monk from Vietnam. And when you hear him speak, you'll feel like that feeling. So... We choose when we feel the alignment of the presence, the three questions, and some of the information lining up. Mm. Okay? Mm. So I teach men authenticity. I teach men to not really believe their thoughts, mm. 
not really pay much attention to their thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I watch what men do. I don't listen that much to what they say. I will use it to move them to really where they want to go and who they want to be. Mm -hmm. But it's the presence and the resonance and the substance that creates that choice of, oh, I want to work with them, mm. okay? For men who want that, for men who want rippling sales and high leverages, Gary Vee is going to like maybe do that for them mm. through a marketing pyramid and so forth, mm. okay? So there's two different worlds here. Does this make sense? It does. It's okay. a different domain. Right. What you're speaking about is ways of being mm -hmm. versus a particular result. Per mm -hmm. se. Now, they may be related, mm -hmm. definitely related for sure, not mm -hmm. maybe, definitely related, but mm -hmm. they're not one and the same. Right. 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 You can listen to John Zinn, and he'll tell you that um, he'll describe how everyone is riveted to the urgent and they miss the important. And that goes right by some and it goes right into others and the people who it goes into they feel oh that's what I want in my life mm. and so they'll seek John Zinn mm. alright I may have said something to your listeners where a man may feel I want my compass I want my way I want my teacher I want to know my purpose or my higher purpose I, I want to speak with that man mm. or I want to understand that mm -hmm. so what I'm hearing between the lines right you didn't say this right is that ultimately it's not which one is better right because there is no arbitrary better right but there is who you are and what you offer freely to the world and those that resonate whether it be marketing or whether it be That's right. peace of mind, whether it be authenticity, whatever it is that you offer, right. those that are attracted to you then will come to you. Correct. So Correct. don't worry so much about what is, our, what is the arbitrary better. Correct. And the more you can know, what do I want? Mm. Do I want to be a great hunter? Do I want to cast a net and catch a thousand fish and feed the village or do I want my single fish every day mm. it is a big help it's a big help to know that now that I know that you wanted to say something but I, I can't help but interrupt a little bit but that is such a key question that most people don't know right they want right so how do you help them or even help ourselves right know exactly what we want good right? what 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 good do you use to discern, to define, to identify what is it that you want? I use the 30,000. So I, I help men leave their 40 points of practical life, their 40 points of consciousness life. Oh, I have to pay the rent. Oh, I have to help my sister and I have to help uh, get a car and so forth. Those are of the utmost importance. Okay, Food, shelter, clothing, and um, uh, transportation is no joke makes the world go round. But what we really want, what we're really here for, is to meet our creative future, is 
our authentic selves just want to go forward and meet our creative future, our future that, that we're here to in, in embody. That's what our authentic selves want, all right? Now, our authentic selves live in the 30,000 with our soul. And our soul lives in the deepest part of the woods, the deepest, darkest, quietest, slowest part of the woods. And it takes hours to sneak up to our soul and sit with it. And then it takes time to sit in silence before it will speak. Okay? And when you speak, when we speak with our soul and with our authentic selves, we find our authentic truth and our soulful truth. When we return, we know what we want. When we return, we know who we are. When we return, we feel like, oh, I've, I've gotten some truth about myself. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. So does that does that make sense? It does. And then I want to get a little bit more Good. tactical. Good. Say I meditate. Yeah. Right? Maybe in the beginning is torture. <laughs> because we're used to the chatter, right? With this the stimulants, the stimulation, the social media, the what's what, right? It's all right. ear candy, eye candy. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Tortures. Yeah. Now I'm willing to go through that to get the truth. That's right. Right? That's right. Then how do you discern the chatter and the truth? Because the chatter may sound a lot like the truth. And you're like, oh yeah, insight. And write it down. Right. Right. The truth is even it's it's the whisper, right? It's it's how do you how do you hear the whisper? Okay. How do you discern the chatter and the right. truth? So notice that I said it takes hours mm. to get to your soul. Your soul is in that deepest part of the woods because there's no chatter there. There's no noise there. There's no exquisite turbulence there that everyone or a lot of people are addicted to or, or defined by. Mm -hmm. And even once you get there, you have to sit in silence. You have to sit in silence to shed the noise, the chatter. Once in silence, once your soul agrees to speak with you, you'll hear truth. Mm. You'll feel it. You'll know it. So the inner knowing, mm -hmm. when it arrives, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. There's Correct. No, it feels, maybe, maybe not. You just know. Correct. You won't leave that encounter until something feels true. Something feels authentic. Mm. Then we come back and we say, I, I, I know some truth. I feel some truth. I believe I'm all about this. And then we know in which direction to move. Okay? Now meditation is a, a great process. Sitting in silence has that phase of chatter, has that phase of physical discomfort, has that phase of, okay, <laughs> so what? So what is that maybe all we get for that sitting? So what is part two is tomorrow? So what may happen for a week or a month? So then is sitting in silence our cup of tea? So I coach men to go into the woods. Literally. Literally. Mm -hmm. 
Find your spot, east, west, north, south, high, low, hot, cold, wet, dry, wherever it is. Go into there, carrying nothing, zero, alone, not talking. Find that spot where it feels like this must be the place and sit in silence. And then start talking to your soul and see if it will answer back. What do I want? Who am I? What am I doing? What am I supposed to do? Okay. And if you have a spiritual source, invite your source in. If your source is the universe or God or the mountains or, or the great trees, invite them in. Invite in your authentic self. Now you're in a power meeting, aren't we? Now we have a lot of forces to bear. What are we doing? Why are we here? I'm 20. I'm 30. What, where am I going? And just listen. I have never met a man who hasn't come back and said, I, I know some truth. I, I know some things now. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. I also hear um, the desire to know the truth must be greater than um, that resistance of the discomfort, of the uh, physical discomfort, mental discomfort, the boredom, the whatever, the frustration, because that is the process, right? I have to say, hell yes. Hell yes? Hell yes. If the desire for truth isn't greater than Doritos and McDonald's and... Mm. Facebook, uh, there's a problem, right? So, actually, on that note, yeah. question. Yeah. As a teacher. Yeah. As someone who's gone through the process. Yeah. Maybe not the answer, arrived to the answer yet, but you've gone through the process. You've seen some stuff, right? I've you seen some stuff. Yeah. I'm in the process. Right, you've helped some men. I had a meeting with a teacher this morning. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I, I'm definitely relating to you 100%, right? Anyone who tells me I got the answer, I'm go turn around right away because that that doesn't exist. Like I personally don't believe such. Right. You know, right. someone from the mountaintop. Right. <laughs> I'm with you. Me. I'm with you. <laughs> Here's I, the answer. I but have some information. I've yeah. seen some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so when you see someone who's struggling, who, but is still addicted to the stimulants, whatever, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's struggling for that truth. And then yeah. that's really going to help them. Yeah. But they're not looking. Yeah. What do you do with great, that information? Great with question. That, with that insight, with that observation? Great question. Yeah. I ask for seven days. I ask for seven days. I ask them to give me all of their stuff for seven days. Mm-hmm. Give me their media. Give me their everything they do that keeps them from truth for just seven days. Mm. I'll give it all back. Mm. So for seven days, I put them on media fasts. I put them on uh, sugar fasts, just for seven days. I regulate their sleep. I normalize and regulate their, uh, their, their food, their um, intake practices and all of their habits just for seven days. And they look at me like there's a lion in the room or I'm pointing a gun at them. Right. It's really, 
really a threat, a difficult threat. Sure. For every man who does it, they cannot believe what life on the other side is like. Okay? They never want it back. The stuff I've held for seven days, they never want it back. And then they begin to strategize and manage all of those things in a new practice, a remarkable practice, because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I coach remarkable practices. And then they begin to step into the 30,000 because they are free from the 40, the prison of the 40. The prison of the um, everyday wake up cell phone, everyday wake up this, every night stay up this, and do these things that keep us in um, prison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go into the yeah. next question, I actually am curious, I want to go a little deeper there. So the question I have, right, as a follow-up is, for those people that you see who are experiencing pain, they may or may not articulate it, and they may or may not seek it. They actually know they are not seeking it. So what do you do with that when you observe someone who's in pain? When I see men in pain in our meetings and in our events, I um, ask them if they want any help. I seek to help them. I ask them if they want to do things differently. I ask them, how are the things that they are doing working for them? I ask them if they would be open to a different way. I ask them if they would be willing to try a different tool. All right? And if they are, then great progress takes place. If they're not, then I allow them to be in their pain mm. because pain is a remarkable emotional state mm. that has great information, great learning, great power, and um, it's very important. Mm. Very important. I love that. Yeah. Um, I used to, when I was younger, wanted to live in a place where life is free of conflict. Huh. free of pain, free of discomfort. Ideal life would be, heaven on earth would be free of all those things. But more and more as I grow, I realize all of those um, discomfort, pain, right, are great teachers. Ultimately, if I don't experience discomfort, I'm not growing. That's what I come to terms with. So right now I actually seek out places where I'm uncomfortable, where I'm potentially in pain, and right. I can learn to let them go or learn from it. Next question. So you talk about um, prison, and then on the flip side of prison is freedom. How would you discern or define? How, actually, let me ask you this question. How do you define freedom as a person and as a man? As a man, uh, because I am a man, 100% man, freedom is the my state of inspiration, excitement, abundance, full expression, all 10 of my domains being owned, if not proud, if not expressed, being a three-dimensional man, and 
giving all of that to other men and feeling those higher frequencies uh, in abundance, in a storehouse of abundance so that I can uh, imply them to other men and, and let other men know that, that we don't have to live a life in prison, that we have choice. And my choice is to live a life inspired, excited, abundant, and in my higher purpose. I make it my mission now. What is your purpose? My purpose? Yeah. Ah, my purpose is food, shelter, clothing, and transportation. That's say, my purpose. Say more about that, actually. Well, thank you, because um, it is in almost a crisis right now. Most young men want to bypass their purpose, and they want to move into their higher purpose. They want to move into their greater contribution. Mm -hmm. They don't want to work uh, at McDonald's. They want to own another company. Okay, Food, shelter, clothing is boring and ridiculous. They want to uh, save the world. And I'm greatly, greatly exaggerating. Okay. Sure. Right. But as I've said before, if you want to save the world, first make your bed, which means make your room, which means provide for yourself first. Mm. Okay. And I call this providing your purpose, our purpose. I see. So there's a distinction. Correct. Correct. So instead of men, especially young men, uninitiated young men, walking around lost, what's my purpose, what's my purpose? I have an answer, and they can get it right now on this podcast. Mm. The answer is food, shelter, clothing, and transportation. Create this fundamental base for yourself. Mm. Regulate your life. Normalize your life. Create that base. Mm. If you want to add a woman, you'll have that base. If you want to add a family, you'll have that base. Mm. Once that is in place, then we can move into our greater contribution. Then we can do our higher purpose. So there's a little bit of a hierarchy. Correct. <clears throat> Correct. Similar to Maslow's hierarchy. Correct. And, and many young men want to bypass that because it's hard. It's painful. It takes time. It takes and time to do what? It takes time to get that platform. Oh, it I takes responsibility and yeah. accountability. Mm -hmm. It takes regularity. It takes self-reliance. It takes reliability. And um, it's an honor. It's a fundamental of our structure for more. Because from that, we can build. And it doesn't have to be a big mansion. It can be a raft or a tent. Okay, but it, it has to be our place where we build from. Whatever they decide. Correct. Is their foundation. Correct. If they want a mansion, fine, get a mansion. Correct. If they want a woman, fine, get a woman. Correct. If they want a family, fine, get a family. Absolutely. If they want a raft, a tent, fine, that's fine too. Correct. Okay. Right. So you don't have any judgment about... None whatsoever. Yeah. None whatsoever. Um, there's no need or any room for that. It's about how do you move forward, how do you build, how do you function, how do you thrive? How do you do what everything in nature does? Nature never limits itself, never steps into prison. Every tree grows as much as it can grow. Every plant, every animal grows and expresses themselves to the fullest, don't they? Mm. 
they don't choose or decide, well, I'm only going to grow so high. Right. Right. Or I'm going to live here or there. So humans are the only ones that do that. Mm. Okay. And we do that by our thoughts. Mm. We do that by deals we make, agreements we make. I'll live humble. I'll live small. Money is evil. Oh, I don't, I, I don't want a mansion. Oh, I want a mansion. Oh, I'll, okay. It's all software. This is, these are all choices. Mm-hmm. This is all thinking matters. So the out of jail, the freedom, the emancipation, is choosing the life I want to have by my design, mm-hmm. the life I want to have on my terms, based on the man that I am. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Let's go have a talk with our ex- authentic selves. What's mm-hmm. that? Where's that? Let's find out where that authentic and a self lives. Mm. So what makes it so true? Let's go find our truth, speak with our truth. Let's go into the woods, let's speak with our soul. Let's find out our truth, find out who we are. Then let's express it outward. So we are living in the right place. This is really me. Mm. This is really my work. This is the right work. Once we, we, we become proud of our work and we do the right work, all of those purposeful things will happen, food, shelter, clothing, okay? Mm. And then even greater things will happen. So the man who throws a net to catch a thousand fish to feed the village doesn't do so because the one fish man was one down or a lesser of a man. We love that man because that one fish man, that was his choice. Mm. He lives the one fish life. It's simple, it's elegant. He may be a Buddhist. It's fantastic. The thousand fish man, if he does it because it's his authentic self wanting to give and be grateful and be generous and to, to help others, that's his higher purpose. Mm. We love that man. Mm. All right? You did mention the right work. I wanted to kind of go into a little bit more. Really important. Right. So what is the really right word for you? Right. Oh, for me. No, I mean Good. to define it as a teacher. Ah, How do right. you define the right word? Right. How do you advise someone who, you know, all right, I, I want a 110 life as, a, as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, now what? Like, how do I find the right work to support this 110 life? So, food, shelter, clothing can, be, can happen anywhere from McDonald's to uh, Microsoft. Right. There's 20 industries in this world. Which one's our industry? Do we have to be an industry? No, we can create our own. Steve Jobs created his own. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that one resonates to me. I like that industry. Okay, great. Find your basis of truth in it. Find your vision for where you want to be in that industry. How you want to be in that industry. Do you want to be a leader? Are you a leader? Do you want to be a leader? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to be a manager? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Are you an artist? Do you want to think laterally? Do you want to uh, create? Or do you want to just follow directions? Who's the answers coming from? Your parents? Others? Society? The president? The country? Do you want your answers to be yours? Now, even this process I'm doing in my answer to you, CK, required 
self-inquiry, mm -hmm. <laughs> required awareness and questioning, mm -hmm. required many, 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 many trials, mm -hmm. much pain. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So everyone wakes up and looks around and says, ooh, I like, ooh, I don't like. Mm -hmm. And that's how we discovered food. We ate anything and everything. We, if we didn't die, then we'd say, oh, that was good and sweet, oh, that was horrible. Mm. Okay. So if we say, oh, I like, go toward the like. Going towards something is voting for something. Going towards something is acknowledging that it's going to make me more. Mm. It will make us more. Mm. So when we go towards something, that will probably be our industry until we don't like, we're repelled, it's painful. Go someone else, go somewhere else. Now, in case we have to sweep the floor in the first in the industry that we like, well isn't that called earning and honoring rank? Say more about that. Well okay, fine. Um, if we find if we find work we like and we have to start at the bottom. Are we really capable at starting at the top? No, we're not. We're just starting. So let's honor the, the let's honor the first steps in the work we like. Once we do that, then we can say, "I'm doing my right work. Mm. I'm at the bottom. I'm sweeping the floor. They're only paying me a dollar, but I'm doing my right work." Now. In this country, if you sing at your right work, they'll pay you two dollars mm. because you create value. Mm. If you begin to point out problems, they'll pay you three dollars because now you're a QC manager. Mm -hmm. If you begin to care about others, now they'll pay you five dollars. Every step along the way is a value add. It creates values. If you tell them, I would love to go to every office and, and tell them what I see, now they'll pay you $500 an hour to be a QC consultant. Okay? So, and it all started with sweeping the floor. And before sweeping the floor was, ooh, I like that, I want to do that. All right? So that's no different than putting down the chatter, putting down the noise. And finding ourselves because for as long as we stay in the chatter and in the noise where should I work where should I get a job where should I get a job where should I work do you know anybody where should I work okay how bad will it be okay okay how much do they pay me okay well maybe and it's that path mm. it's that automatic path mm. it's that um, inauthentic path it's that possessed path mm. that compulsion that automatic path oh I'm 22 I have to do that it's not, not true. Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook. That's right. At oh, 22, 23. Correct. Yeah. I want to do. I want to be just like him. Yeah. I don't want to sweep. I don't want to do anything. I want to be like. Yeah. Well, he started about ten years ago, working his butt off. That's right. Studying in a lot of pain. Yeah, a lot in of pain. a lot of pain. A lot of uncertainty. Correct. And he said, "Not that way. Not that way. Not them. Not them. I'm going to do it my way." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. Yeah. What about this? Um, desire for doing something great. So Ira Glass, in a really beautiful passage, he said, I'm summarizing, 
when you have good taste, <laughs> you see something great. That's the beginning of your artistry, but your skill haven't catch up to that yet. So the beginning of whatever artistry that you make, I'm speaking of artists, you probably can appreciate this. Uh, the beginning of it is you you see what's possible, but you're unable to produce what's possible in your eye, in your in your mind's eye. Then it's like crap, 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 right? Then it, it's very frustrating. It's disappointing. It's 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 frustrating. It's it's. Maddening. It's, it's maddening. There it's you go. Maddening. It's maddening. That's right. the word. Right? Beethoven heard the music before he could write it. Right. Mozart heard it at ten and he couldn't write it. Right. Maddening. So, a lot of people have this desire, this desire to change the world, but they don't have the capability, like to be Elon Musk, to right? Be, you know, right. Steve Jobs or whoever. How do you then stay grounded and at peace with where you are? while still longing for that because it's easy to go oh my god i'm not worthy maybe this is not for me let me change path maybe i'm not enough right easy to go down that path you know what i mean so you're talking to the kid who got thrown out of art school for this very reason okay i saw things i wanted things you want me to draw trees i'm out of here well, I'm not out of here if they threw me out. Very, same thing. I was Zuckerberg. I mean, I saw things. I wanted things. I wanted to do things. I don't want to draw trees. I don't want to draw the horse. That's below you. It's, well, it wasn't below me. It's just, it's just not what I need to do or want to do as an artist or saw to do. Right. Okay. So, but basically I was saying I don't want to sweep the floor. Right. Um... I want to skip that. That's right. Right. Absolutely right. And then that's what I mean when I say blue. Absolutely right. Like, I'm like, I'm better than this. Let me skip this thing. Right. Basic right. training. Right. To get to the events. Right. So I will say with the greatness of my heart that no one will skip the basement. No one will skip sweeping the floor. No one will skip pain. No one will skip the fire. Everyone will die. And everyone will learn the wisdom and the gold of sweeping the floor, scrubbing the basement, and standing in the fire. They will not know from which domain it comes. It could be in a relationship. It could be in the death of a parent. It could be in the escalation of our career and then the de-escalation of our career. It could be in our health domain, but no one will not scrub the floor or sweep the floor. And so, so the skip generation, they will get their comeuppance. You know what that word means? What's that? It will come up upon them and they will get it. They will have their time sweeping the floor, standing the fire, their time in the basement, their time when they will have to face that pain, be in that pain, learn those skills, pay those dues, all those phrases, all those myths about it. There's no mastery without great trials 
Do you follow me? I do. Right. Watch Groundhog Day, mm -hmm. the movie. Mm -hmm. It's all about reincarnation and mastery. And our hero did this and this and this and this and nothing worked and then he tried to kill himself and he couldn't even do that. Mm -hmm. And then he began to play the piano, learn how, save boys falling from trees, help old ladies with their tires, flat tires. He learned mastery and then the world came to him. Mm. So as someone who <laughs> ran out early, I um, ha had tremendous time in the fire, tremendous time sweeping the floor, and it's gold. It's gold. All, all of that hard work and all of that dues paying and all of that progress is building. It's building. So, and in any building, if you skip any foundation steps, what happens? Well, the building's going to collapse. House of cards. Yeah. Perfect. House of cards. So to a generation who wants to skip or shortcut or I just want to own the company, I don't want to work hard, um, it'll all come back. There, there will be a time when they will have to face it. Okay, so you point to a lot of different things. I wanted to Correct. share with you what I, what I heard. Good listening. One is uh, have faith, right? Do the hard work. And even though if you see someone who may, at the surface, achieve things at a high level really young, there will be a time where that building will collapse. Correct. Right? Because yep. they don't have the fundamentals. Correct. Whatever it may be, it could be physical, right. mental, whatever spiritual, may emotional, be. whatever it may be. Right, right. whatever it may be. Because we don't know. Right. Life is yeah. life. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying you will fail. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that everyone will fail. I'm just saying that the process of mastery and completion requires doing the work. That's what I'm saying. So... For artists that's in the middle of this trial by fire, right? They want to learn, they're willing, they're, they believe in themselves, they believe in the process, all of that. It's still frustrating, right? So what tactical advice would you give them while they're still experimenting, searching, and, and really yeah. speaking to the darkness yeah. Where no. it's not resonating yet. Because one of the yeah, most disheartening things as an artist, and I'm speaking to this great ethers Sh right now, sure. is you put your heart into something. Right. And it's one thing to get, I like this. It's another thing to get, oh, I don't like this. Either way, actually, it's fine with me. It's mostly disheartening when it's nothing. Yeah. Right. Right. So what do you do with that? Right. Should I continue? Should I not continue? Right. And what do you, what's your advice to people that's listening to this who are artists who wanted to build great things, who are doing the work, who believes in themselves, in the process, and right now what they all they hear is nothingness? It's a great, wonderful question. Thank you. Um, they have to develop a secret life with themselves. They have to develop um, their own life 
as a movie they're watching. And they have to be in it, like Shakespeare in Love, and be writing about it. So be in it and be watching it. Be in it and narrating it. Be in it and taking care of themselves. Be in it and loving themselves. Be in it and saying, okay, this was great, we're great, or we're good, we're gonna keep going, and no one, no one is, is responding, no one may like it, no one has seen it, but the present day artist refuses to die, and we're gonna keep going. The present day, day artist refuses to die, mm -hmm. and we're gonna keep going, mm -hmm. no matter what they say or think, no matter what they don't see or know, mm -hmm. we're gonna keep going, we are, we are, ourselves with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so we have to develop, or they have to develop. Mm -hmm. um, they are the audience. They are the critics. They are the ones watching. They are the ones to say, this is great, I like it, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Mm -hmm. eh, not so good, we can do better. We can do better, mm -hmm. okay? So it's a healthy, a healthy witness personality. It's a healthy witness um, part of our psyche that we already have, we already talk to ourselves, that we create as our greatest advocate, our greatest fan to get us through, could be years mm. of, of process, mm. of traveling, of being on our path, mm. okay? And this is my path, I, I love my path, I love myself, I'm gonna just walk on my path. They may not know about me for 20 years, you know, but I do, and I love it, and I dig it. Right. Overnight success. Correct. 20 years. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, so that's what artists have to do, and they're equipped to do it. They can do it. They wouldn't be artists otherwise. Warriors wouldn't be warriors if they couldn't withstand cold and starving and losing an arm and so forth in the trenches. That's how they earn the title warrior, okay? It hurts, it's not good, but warriors hurt. Yeah, I, okay, so on that note, actually, yeah. I'm curious. <clears throat> we are ourselves biggest critic, typically. Maybe, typically, not the biggest cheerleader. That's right. Because it's easy, right? Because right. we see the gap of what's That's possible, right? right? That's right. So what are some of the practices that one can, to, could, could, that you have or that you recommend for someone who want to create that healthy dynamics between the critic, the, the producer, the, the director, the actor, and all of that? It's so that way question. it's very, very healthy dynamics rather than letting the critic overpower all other committee members and then basically take them down. Right. That's 100, easy. 100% right. That, that voice could be the slave master, that voice could be the critic, that voice can be um, the, the, um, the performance. You must perform, you must perform. And that is the, uh, it's a very hard taskmaster self that hurts many, many, many artists, men and women. So when I coach men and women on this matter, I give them a remarkable fundamental practice, a remarkable fundamental practice of self-care, 
of self-regulation, a remarkable practice. So they are treating themselves like they deserve, liking themselves, loving themselves, making themselves in, the, in an optimal state of, of the higher frequencies of liking and acceptance and allowing and loving. And in that state, they just roll out their art. They just roll out what they're here to do because they're out of prison, okay? And it's a state that we all know from zero to three when our parents, what did they do? They fed us and they put us to sleep and they kept us warm and safe, all right? So they taught us self-regulation. Most adult men and women have cast that off for all kinds of chatter and turbulence and supplements and additives and practices that actually run counter purpose, counterproductive to optimal performance. So I help men and women with remarkable practices to foster that, um, that best native self so they can make their art. So what are some of those practices? Ah, so, yeah. right. What time do you go to bed, CK? What time? Yep. Uh, irregular hours. Okay. Yeah. What time do you wake up? Ideally, five o'clock. Okay. How's your alcohol? High, medium, low? I don't drink alcohol. Okay, great. So I can go on and on and sure. on and on. Sure. And I do, in great depth, mm. about everything. And so I just look at all the leading indicators and I just balance them. Mm. And I just balance them to create a human being they've never experienced. Mm. Because as adults, how do we say and think? Oh, I can do anything. Oh, I'm fine. I can stay up all night. Burning Man, seven nights, uh, six parties, and, and we can do anything. Sure. Then we crash, sure. fix up, and then we go do it again. Sure. Great. So I create a remarkable practices that keep men and women in an optimal zone. Mm. And coach, I feel amazing all the time. Why? <laughs> I just crack up. Yeah. Does it make so sense? Hear, yeah, so what I hear, um, regularity in practices, some disciplines. I mean, I call them personally disciplines. Yeah. And some of my personal disciplines is one time I go to bed, one time I wake up, uh, what I do first in the morning, drink water, right. meditate, you know, do a hape, and, you know, yeah. and then set my intention, gratitude Great. practice. Great, like that. Right. right, right. Creates a different day, doesn't it? For sure. Right. I feel a huge difference when I do it versus when I don't. And right. this is the bookends of my life, how I wake up, mm -hmm. how I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I can remain uh, flexible right in the middle. Good. No problem. Good. But I'll Good. start how I finish. Cool. Huge, huge difference. Yeah. So, Paul, thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared so far. We can definitely potentially do a part two if you like, right? But one of the things that I wanted to give our listeners is tactical things that they can do to try on. So in the last few minutes, what are some of the tactical things that you can give them? Yeah. Disciplines, tactics, such that, or books, right? Such that they can start practice being a man that they always want to be in modern times. Great, CK. So... That context alone, being the man that they want to be, being the man I want to be, is a tremendous tool to use. So we can use that tool right there. We're going to 
walking into a meeting. What's the man I want to be? How does he handle himself in this meeting? In a relationship, what's the man I want to be in this relationship? In this encounter, what's the man I want to be? So the tool is asking ourselves, the man I want to be, what does he do this morning? The man I want to be, how does he go through this day? The man I want to be, does he improve 1% every day? The man I want to be, does he set an intention? The man I want to be, what time does he go to sleep? What does he eat? The man I want to be, does he want to be eating this? The man I want to be. So that is a great tool. Mm. The man I want to be. Mm. It's a, it develops that witness that mm. I spoke about. It develops oversight. It develops connection to other men. Mm. What kind of man do I want to be? Mm. Okay. Mm. So that's tool number one, the man mm. I want to be. The second tool is having a coach or a teacher or another man, another captain, another hunter, another brother, another comrade. Am I in the right territory? Am I in the right industry? Am I, am I, and excuse me, CK, not just any man, but a man who's willing to go the distance, a man who's willing to tell the brutal truth, mm -hmm. the man who's willing to tell him, you are a lying son of a, I don't know, okay, yeah. right, to so go the distance, to tell him the brutal truth, and I love you, and I'm not leaving you, and I'll support you 100%, you piece of shit. If you're, mm -hmm. if you're being one, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So it's having an initiated man, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To say, you're off course, you're on course, you're out of your zone, you're in your zone. To me, that's like the masculine care. That's right. Right, shine it is the, the mask. tell you the truth. That's right. Not letting you get away with bullshit. That's right. Right, that's or right. That you're bullshitting yourself. Correct, right. So right. To me, that's, to me, the real value of having a brother, mm -hmm. a real brother. That's right, Yeah. that's right. And to access the deep masculine, are you being a man? Are you being a man? We live in a war of gender confusion and, and gender politics right now, mm -hmm. all right? And I have to be careful with everything I say. Sure. Okay, so like I said, if a pine tree doesn't fully express itself as the pine tree, it will actually diminish. So I coach men to fully express themselves as men, 100% man. Okay? That does not take away any of their sensitivity. I'm a sensitive man. I'm an intuitive man. All emotions are gender neutral, but they have made, they've been made as political property. Mm. I'm a sensitive man. I'm an intuitive man. I'm a man who sees. I'm a man who feels. Men, all emotions belong to men and women. So the more we are fully expressed as a man, the, the greater our uh, power, our freedom, our purpose, our authenticity, our truth becomes apparent. So a tactical tool, tactical tool, be 100% man. Be 100% man. Walk around for seven days. I'm all man. I'm 100% man driving. I'm 100% man eating. I'm 100% man on the toilet. I'm 100% man sleeping. Try that for seven days, okay? I'm 100% man, I'm sad, mm. I'm happy, I'm angry, I'm, I'm fearful, I'm intuitive, I'm sensitive, 100% man. So that's a tool. Beautiful, okay. thank you so much. Where uh, can people find more about you and the work that you do? They can go to remarkablemen.com. They can, um, yeah, everything is there. Every way to reach us, reach me. They can attend our circles, our men's circles. They can attend our, our men's retreats, the 
Uh, the men's tribute is coming up in January. It's a weekend for men. It's a powerful, powerful journey into these territories I've been speaking about. And it's in company with, with teachers and other coaches. And so any man who goes through that will receive a, a ton of initiation and truth and authenticity and tools to keep it alive and to continue those practices. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom, my friend, cool. brother, teacher. Thank you. Thank you. Thank all right, you. guys. Take Thank care. You.